0: Welcome to Thoughts Off The Stem. (laughs) I'm Justin Baroni, And today, we're smoking a little bit of Back 40 Pine Kush. Again, because I really like it. It's a nice uh, solid indica high. Um, You get a good sleep off it. It's got like 0.3% CBD. So again, you feel great all day. You're nice and relaxed. Everything's good. I wouldn't necessarily smoke it first thing in the morning. Even though that's what I'm doing right now. <laughs> so happy Wake and Bake Friday. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me. But uh, yeah. and So that's what's in the bomb, And that's what's in the joint. I also picked up more Reticon OG um, vaporizer thing. <laughs> happy Friday folks. <laughs> So I've been smoking on that too, and I really like the OG stuff because, from Redicon because uh, it hits perfect every fucking time. Every time it's perfect. I don't know why. That's my thing. I really enjoy it. Only need a couple little hits off it, and I'm good. Um, yeah. So that's what we're that's what we're gonna be smoking today throughout the sesh. And uh, oh, so here so here's what I did this week. All right. So this week I put out a poll to see what everybody wanted to talk about or wanted to hear so um i put out three options i can't remember what the third one it only got like one vote i think (laughs) but two of them tied one was this uh what talk about space and the other was uh the ego and weed so space and the ego and weed tied so this episode to talk about the ego and the ego is a motherfucker <laughs> it will fuck you up if you give it the fucking chance to it'll make you think stupid shit it'll make you do do stupid do do bit, 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 bit. <laughs> do do, bit, bit. <laughs> do stupid shit too if you let it okay and again i not again but like i'm not a professional at this i'm just a dude that's gone through some shit and has taken time to reflect on my own influence on those situations okay and to me this is obviously this is my theory but the ego is the thing that holds you back the ego is the thing that potentially um it's good and it's bad okay so it can hold you back with a by putting you in like a really shitty thought process a really shitty sense of self and a really shitty sense of your own purpose within your community whatever that community may be whether it's at work your friends or you know family but the adversity that you face okay can give you or gives you the opportunity to reflect on what you did and a lot in my opinion a lot of what the ego is is reflecting or a lot of what the a lot of Oh my god! Already, man, <laughs> just took a bonnet. I haven't even done anything yet, and I'm already brain farting. So back forty, uh, indica, pine, Kush, awesome for shutting down your brain. <laughs> anyway, so the ego, you can keep it in check without drugs. That's all I want to say. I know everybody is saying like, well, you know, psychedelics help. Yeah, they definitely do. I've I've done I've had mushroom trips where like, the ego dissolved. Okay, and it was like, holy shit, I'm a dick. <laughs> it makes you question yourself. Weed does the same thing. Weed doesn't do it quite as intensely, but it's like a surface sort of smoothing out of the rough edges that your ego can kind of create, right? So, like I was saying, the ego can be good. The ego can be bad. I like ego. I think ego is the thing that... Um, gives you a sense of competition, um, makes you competitive, doesn't allow you to settle for certain things, but on the flip side of that, it can make you take it too far. Because if you let your ego take over, and basically tell you, like I don't know if you have this, but my ego sounds like Schwarzenegger. I don't know why, (laughs) okay? But it fucking does. (laughs) So there'll be times Where I'm sitting there and I'm thinking about something or I'm in a situation and this little voice comes out and I shit you not, it sounds exactly like Schwarzenegger in my head and he'll go, yeah, fuck that guy. Come on, we'll crush him. We'll do it. You know, come on, let's go. (laughs) So, you know, like if you feed into that, if you allow that voice to be the thing that leads you in the direction that you want to go, you're going to get fucked. It's going to happen. One way or another, it's going to happen. So when I talk about ego, I like to think about it in terms of emotional intelligence. Okay, You, as a human, (laughs) need to sort of understand yourself. You need to um, reflect on your emotions. You need to reflect on your capabilities. You have to reflect on... Your sense of self, whether your worth is what it is, what you think it is, or if it's overblown, okay? And confidence and ego are not the same fucking thing. Confidence is totally different than ego. You can have a sense of self-confidence. You can can be the guy that knows what he's going to do. You can have that Michael Jordan-esque attitude towards things. I'm the best. You can have that. But you have to be able to keep it in check. And one of the things that weed does, it helps you keep it in check. Fucking big time. Okay? So, like, here's a good example. I'm When I was in a university, I was a very confident guy. I'm still confident, but I was very confident back then. I didn't care about what I said, how I said it, who took it what way, what your interpretation of what I said was. I just didn't give a fuck. And it was because most of the time I was just trying to fuck around or, you know, like tell jokes and, and make people laugh. Or I was trying to just say the most outlandish shit, right? It didn't necessarily mean that I believed in what I was saying, but my ego was like one-up that guy, okay? So here's a good little story about ego. And it was on both sides of this. I'm not saying like I was, you know... Uh, Absolved of any kind of interaction egotistically in this situation, but in university. I remember this one time We're going outside for a smoke. So we're like the dorm that we're in is only like four stories high or four floors high so (laughs) four six six floors high So This one guy plays football his whole identity was based on football. Okay, My identity, I don't know, was just based in being me and doing what I wanted to do. Which is always where my identity has been. So I've always had a pretty good sense of self. A pretty good level of emotional intelligence. I understand why I'm doing things that I'm doing. I didn't understand it as well back then. But I still kind of operated like that. You know, sometimes a little fucked up. Sometimes not. But, so we're going down down to have a smoke outside. It's me, a buddy of mine. Um, this one guy on our floor that played football, I don't want to call him a buddy because he was just on our floor and we had a lot of back and forth, but he take, he's coming down with this girl that he's trying to score with. Okay. Cute little girl, cute little thing. (laughs) Right. So we go down and we're having a smoke. And this guy starts going on and on and on about football, football, football. I'm the best. You see, when you got to, when you hit the ball, you got to put a spin like this on it. You got to do like this, bend your hips, hop, 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 And he's trying to impress this girl with like, you know, football stuff. Fine, whatever. That's your thing. You're good at that sport. Show off. Great. But then somehow, this shit turned to me. <laughs> okay. And this guy's trying to put me down in front of this girl. Now, I had no interest in this chick. I didn't even know her. I had just met her on the elevator. I assumed she was with him. So, who gives a fuck, right? Right. Well, this guy starts going in on me and trying to make fun of me. At the time, you cannot match me in taking somebody down, okay? You want to talk about shit talk? I had all of it. I knew what the fuck I was doing. I could take your... Whatever your insecurities were, I knew what they were as soon as you started talking, and I could take you out, man. No fucking problem. I was like a sniper with that shit. Okay? The army should sign me up for psychological warfare at this point. Okay? See? Ego. This is the whole ego thing. That's the way I was back then. So he turns his fucking talk to me about trying to put me down and shit. So the voice in my head goes, yeah, come on! We're gonna kill this guy now, right? We're not gonna let him do this. He can't get away with it. No, we're gonna crush him. <laughs> so my head does that, and my mouth starts going. Oh yeah, look at me, man! Football! I'm a football guy. Look at me doing football! I can do the football. I catch the football. I catch the football. Run the football. Hit the football. I hit the guy. Coach, I do good. I good. <laughs> and then I turned it into being like a dog. <laughs> okay? And I'm not talking to this motherfucker. I'm talking to the girl. I had turned and I had just been like, hey, do you like football? And she's like, yeah. I go, oh, cool, dude, I go when I go to football, I catch a football. And then I took his football and I fucking chucked it. And I chased it like a dog and I brought it back. I put it in her lap and I sat there going, come on, do the football. I'm going to football. (laughs) Okay? This girl's laughing so hard she's crying. All right? This guy has shut the fuck up and gone beat fucking red. Okay? Tomato red. This motherfucker is ready to kill me. All right? (laughs) Now, I smoked a lot of weed, so I was probably already high at this time, and then when I get high, I tend to do shit like that, especially if there's people around, I'll try to say outlandish shit, make fun of things, and just generally joke around, right? Okay, so this fucking dude plays it all cool, and then we get off the elevator, (laughs) and he shoves me into a wall. (laughs) I hadn't thought anything of it. I just thought, don't fuck with me and I won't fuck with you, right? So he shoves me into a wall, tells me he's going to beat my ass. And I go, like, we're the same size. He's not much bigger than me. I'm just fatter than him at the time, okay? So he starts shoving me around and then he grabs me around the shoulders and he's like, I'm going to fuck you up. And I go, what do you think you're going to do here, man? Like, I used, like the last video, I used to work concert security. I know how to handle myself. I'm a confident dude. I'm not too worried about things. You know what I mean? Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I can't get my ass kicked. I could definitely get my ass kicked. And I have. <laughs> right? But I'm saying that in this scenario, this guy doesn't win. Because I'm not trying to fight you. I'm just going to get you off of me. Right? So this guy comes at me, grabs me. My buddy is like, oh, man, you fucked up, dude. <laughs> this guy, my buddy, who I'm talking about, he he's known me since I was six. So he knows me. Knows me. You know? So again, my ego and my mouth got me in trouble because I did not want to let this guy have a one-up on me. Like, I didn't care about the football stuff. I didn't give a shit. But when he started making fun of me and getting laughs, I was like, what the? That's my fucking thing. Fuck you, dude. (laughs) I'm on you. And I got on him. And I went after it. And now that I think about it like years later, it's kind of funny. I could have just laughed it off. I could have just been like, hey, whatever, it's all good. But this guy fucked with my ego so bad that I not only needed to fuck with his ego, but I also had to cock block him because that girl went back to her dorm. She didn't give a foot. Never talked to that guy again. <laughs> okay. He was so pissed. <laughs> so we're upstairs in the hallway. Motherfucker jumps me, puts his arms around my shoulders. I'm going to fuck you up. And I was like, really? You don't like, I'm not. Okay. And he's pushing me down the hall. But, like, he's holding me in, like, a bear hug around my shoulders, okay? And he's just kind of, like, leaning on me forward. I'm like, all right, whatever, man. So I walk to my room. And as I'm getting to my room, I want to go in the door, but he pulls me back, okay? So I fucking, as I step backwards, I lean down and I pull, I reach my arms up. And I grab his, like, his shoulders, his, where his arms meet his armpits. So I grab, like, his shoulders in the crook and I just kind of, like, push him over me into the door, <laughs> okay, he's lying on the ground, and I, I like, look, man, I, I don't want to do this, I don't want to fight with you, but, like, you can't make fun of me like that, like, you make fun of me, I'm going to make fun of you, and if you can't handle me making fun of you, shut the fuck up, <laughs> don't ever fucking bring me up in your conversation to try and get laid, because I'll make sure you never get that pussy, okay, <laughs> that's what I'm saying, and that is my ego, and I was like that for a very long time, Now, I don't know about the other dude because, like, we never really talked much after that, but that's the ego. The ego will get you in situations that you, you know, are not beneficial to you, right? But it can also give you the fuel that you need to be able to handle that situation. So, in terms of getting to a point where you can um, control your ego, you need to be able to control your ego and put it in check. And that's what fucking weed does, man. Weed really helps you with that. And I think the difference between... Okay, so here, let's break it down. Okay, so you have a bad day at work, right? Here's Okay, here's another good fucking example. So when I walked out of my job last year, around this time, my ego was starting to chirp at me throughout the last, like... Six months of this job. I've been there for eight years. I had done a lot of shit. I was at the top of my game. Okay. And I was looking to advance and move forward. Kept getting told that I could and I wasn't. So my ego started going like, well, what the fuck is happening here? People are telling me I'm awesome, but I'm going nowhere. I'm in the same fucking spot. Right? So my ego starts going fuck these guys. Fuck that. Fuck that. And I'm constantly. All day, every day, having to keep this motherfucker in check. Being like, no, no, they mean it, it's business, it takes time to do things and move people around. Especially in the business that we're in, you have to have like a new facility, a new place to go. You can't just move up within the one you're in, it doesn't really work that way. Okay. But, because of all of that, my ego just kept getting fucking louder and louder and louder. Till finally, I started to cave into it. And i catch myself caving into it over time. And I get pissed off and like I'd get into arguments with co-workers, my supervisor, whoever, right? But there was an element of truth to what my ego was saying. If everybody is telling you that you're good at something and you'll advance and you have a great career, but you're 35 years old and you've already put in well like you know, five years, six years into something, now you're 40 <laughs> and you're like, I've eight plus years here. Like, where am I going? You need to figure out where you're going. And your ego can kind of direct you a little bit. Because it's a contradiction of terms. People are telling you you're great. You're going to move up. Blah, blah, blah. Nothing happens. So your ego starts going, well, are these guys full of shit? Or am I full of shit? And then that's where the interlinking or intermingling of emotional intelligence and ego happens. Because your ego goes, fuck those dudes. And then your emotional intelligence goes, well, hold on a second here. Let me see what's happening. Am I actually putting out something that has changed, that is not helping me move forward? Is it me? Is it something I'm doing? And you start reflecting on that. And there are certain points where your ego comes in and goes, nope, 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 it's not you. (laughs) okay? And you have to reflect on that part of it too. So, there was many times where I would have these, like, debates and struggles when I got, when I was at work throughout the day. I'm sure a lot of people feel this way. Then I'd get home, and I'd hide, smoke my joint, okay? And after, like, the first couple puffs, I'd sit back and start to relax. Your shoulders would go down. You're sitting cross-armed, cross, cross arm, lay back, head up, looking at the sky, pondering sort of how the day went, what happened, and... The weed creeps in and puts you into a state of mind and a state of calm where as you reflect over what the ego is saying, what people are doing to you and how you're reacting is inconsequential because it's already happened. (laughs) And so now you just have to kind of move on. So that whole feeling of like the day washing away and the anxiety washing away is an intermingling of weed kind of saying to your ego, like, hey, man, get off the steroids. <laughs> okay, relax. Have a little bit of this, uh, I don't know, have some green tea and calm the fuck down. okay? <laughs> so that's like, that's what weed does. It, it pushes it. It pushes it to a perspective where, hey, look. The day's gonna go on. Everything's gonna go on, but you have choices to make, and your ego is not allowing you to make the choices. It's a, al- it's only pushing you to debate the, it, to debate the scenario or the situation. So having to debate the ser- the scenario or situation all the time clouds you from the fucking bigger picture. <laughs> Weed, whew, whitewashes that shit and is like, here, man, look. It's like looking down when you're falling in Fortnite and you're looking at the fucking map. You're like, all right. What do I have to do first to make this situation change? And the first, situa- first thing you got to do is fucking control your ego. Make sure your ego isn't telling you some bullshit and trying to point you in a direction where it's not actually going to work out for you, but you have like, you, you're you operating on principle at this point. My principles are this, so blah, 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 you know, that kind of thing. But it doesn't always work out. Not principle. What's the fucking word I'm looking for? Anyway. I think you guys understand what I'm saying. Yeah, principle. It's the principle of the situation. Have you ever done, you ever had that where like you get into, you know, an argument with a guy and you, you know that you're wrong, but you won't concede that you're wrong because like you said, well, it's a principle, man. It's a principle of the matter. Like, huh. And then everybody's like, yeah, but seriously, like, it's not that big a deal. That's like your ego. Your ego is the thing in the back of your head telling you, well fuck that guy, because this is one well, my thing, you know. <coughs> so there's a good oh coffee's gone. <laughs> so there's a good way to well not a good way. The way to sort of control, in my opinion, because again, like I got divorced, things, you know, shit went shitty for a little while. <laughs> And, uh, one of the things that you have to realize when you're, when you're trying to figure out what is going on and why your ego is always taking control, you have to figure out why you're not allowing yourself to accept the emotion that you're feeling. It's okay to be jealous. It's fucking okay to be angry. It's okay to be so mad that you want to smash it. It is okay to be able to feel like that. But you have to be able to control that and keep it in context. You know what I'm saying? Like, get a punching bag. Beat the fucking shit out of it. (laughs) I have one. I use it a lot. Not really. But when I'm really mad, I'll kick the fuck out of that bag until I'm dead tired. Okay? Work out. Do things like that. Expend the energy. Because a lot of, like, all the energy that you're not expelling, that you're building up in a reserve, only comes out as, like, anxiety and ego. It may, your body starts to feel, and your mind starts to feel like they're not doing, they're not living to the full capacity. And then your ego starts fucking telling everything to fuck off. <laughs> or that you're the greatest. Or that, you know, you're not willing, that y- you have all the answers. Or whatever the fucking thing that your ego is doing. That's what mine did. Mine always was like, hey man, you know everything. It's okay. <laughs> you know, like, it's a st- I'm not saying my ego's smart. <laughs> Most egos aren't So, now here's one thing though. The difference between, you know, weed and the, and like figuring out how to work with or subdue your ego is very different than psychedelics. Everybody likes to talk about the death of the ego when they do psychedelics. I don't know that it's the death of your ego when you do psychedelics. I think, because I've done... Not a lot. I've done mushrooms. Plenty of times. Plenty. handful. Anyway. In the past. Long time ago. Allegedly. (laughs) Anyway. um, And one of the first things that I noticed when I started taking enough mushrooms to actually like shift your perspective versus just seeing like colors and trails and having a good time. But when you could actually shift your perspective. The one thing that I found that is consistent across my mushroom trips anyway, there's this acceptance of the ego. It's not a dissolvement A dissolvement. <laughs> it's not something that dissolves and like you get, you get past. It's something that at some point sits beside you and kind of rides through it with you. But you're like, it'll rile itself up. And then you're like, dude, nothing matters. Like, don't we understand that, like, yeah, sure, things matter in life, but, like, if you, psychedelics put you in a different realm of, like, there is way more to all this shit that's going on than what we think, what we know, right? So, you start to embrace that and be like, wow. It's almost like the scene in The Matrix where, you know, everything becomes, like, ones and numbers, and it's, like, you start not necessarily, like, seeing it but you start to envision in your head what that kind of looks like and portray it to your surroundings right and so it shifts being like you know you can manipulate this the way you want to manipulate it you just have to turn you just have to make it turn for you you have to make you have to make the situation that you're in like okay so fuck i don't know what i'm trying to say here so when i one time when i was on i was on mushrooms my buddy and I played a game where we were going to be quiet and everybody that came into the room wouldn't know we were on mushrooms. I'm not good at that. Okay. I gave it up right away. I was like, I'm on mushroom. Leave me alone. And then I start laughing. Right. And then the people that aren't on mushrooms, I'm sitting there going, I'm, t- I'm having conversations with them and they're like, why are you laughing so hard? What's so funny? Why I always have this like sly smile on my face, apparently. And they're like, why the fuck, what are you doing? What's going on here? Right. And, uh, I'm all, my answer is always, oh man, I still want to tell you, but I can't, I can't. And you can't get it out because you can't describe without somebody else being on the same trip, what it is you're feeling, what it is you're sort of seeing in your mind and then what you're applying it to in like you across the room, it's totally different. And it's not the like absolving of an ego. I don't think, I think it's the realization that your ego is the heckler of your life (laughs) so it's always with you and it's always telling you some kind of fucking bullshit to get you to follow it versus logic right wow Wow, that was a long way to get there so the difference to me is that psychedelics gives you a totally different perspective and potentially a mental buddy (laughs) Okay. And then weed sort of keeps that buddy in check a little bit. I'm not saying that you have to do both, but when, and I'm not saying that you should, I'm just saying if you're going to do things, do things. And these are kind of the experiences that I've had. Right. So weed to me, I use as a tool if I'm stressed out or if I'm upset or ag- uh, aggravated or whatever. But I don't use it as a common tool, even though it is a common tool. I use it as a reflective tool because it automatically puts me in a mind frame where, Hey, I, I want to learn. I want to figure something out. I want to do something different and I want to change. That's my opinion of what weed does to the ego it de-steroidizes it. <laughs> it drains it of it drains it, drains it of its steroids and makes it a regular human being again. And is like, "Hey man, you know what? I'm just talking shit." He's also your fucking heckler. He's the guy that's going to push you, but it's all dependent on how you take that pushing. Like I said, mine is an Arnold Schwarzenegger voice. So as much as I get pissed off at it, I'm also highly motivated by it. <laughs> because I'm like, yeah, man, we could do this. And he's like, yeah, we got this. But like, I've had to change his perspective, perspective or his you know, attitude towards shit. And I, you have to take into account that ego. You have to take that ego and the fact that it comes from a different place in your, you know, I think, subconscious. And you have to teach it how to think the way you want it to think. It's fucking tough. And it takes a lot of repetition and it takes years. But it can be done. Absolutely. Because I went from somewhat negative. I wasn't, I wasn't always negative. I fell into a slump. And I got really negative because my ego kept fucking getting in the way. And putting me in a position where I was sort of, you know, doing little mini temper tantrums. No matter how legitimate they were or not. It was. It's not what you do. You have to maintain it. And to maintain it, you need emotional intelligence, understanding, and you need... The Goncha Gong! <laughs> to learn a little something, baby. That's right. So, it's Weed Facts time. You like that segue? <laughs> Pretty proud of myself for that one. <laughs> Alright, these wild we, weed facts. These weed facts are from factretriever.com. Number one. Okay. Do you know the first item, I think I knew this, No, I don't, I'm not sure, first item that was ever sold over the internet was weed. Way to go internet, way to go nerds. Awesome job, well done. You deserve a clap for that, oh here you know what, we'll give you the clap. <laughs> good, good job. <laughs> Yeah, it was done by uh, Stanford students. Uh, They used a ratnet, an early form of the internet, uh, to buy weed from their counterparts at MIT. And they sold it, they sent it, they sold it. (laughs) So, awesome job. Love it. And did you know, okay, now, this is not that surprising to me, but it's kind of surprising. Like, it's not surprising the fact, but what is surprising is that, like, This used to happen, and then you know it was illegal, and now we're back to where we are. So okay, during the temperance movement of the nineteen or sorry the eighteen nineties, marijuana was commonly recommended as a substitute for alcohol, and that's all new. That's been the debate, right? Okay, why? Because where is it? The reason was that the use of marijuana. Did not lead to domestic violence. Alcohol does. Did. (laughs) Like I said, not surprising, but surprising at the same time that it went away because for, you know, ego. Really, it went away for ego. Fucking William Randolph Hearst, buddy. Alright, fact number three. From 1850 to 1942 marijuana was listed in the united states pharmacopoeia as a useful medicine for nausea rheumatism and labor pains and you could easily obtain it at the local general store or pharmacy why do we do dumb shit? (laughs) we start with like great ideas we do a whole bunch of like we have good things and then we take good things away. And then we get smart again at some point or we just heed to the pressure and we bring the good things back. Why do we step, take two steps back to go one step forward? Why can't we just learn to be like, okay, that's not the move. <laughs> we, oh, I just don't get it, man. Humans are like bonkers sometimes to me. But those were the weed facts of the day. I feel like I knew that MIT thing beforehand, but I'm not so sure. And the uh, I didn't realize, though, that they basically promoted marijuana over alcohol because of abuse. I mean, it totally makes sense. Hello, Fly. <laughs> it totally makes sense. Why wouldn't you? Oh, I don't get it. So let's get back to this whole like little bit of ego thing. I guess what I, the perspective that I come from is that when used properly, weed can be used as a tool to deal with some of, you know, are a little bit, what am I trying to say? Weed is, is good to use as, a, or can be used as a very effective tool in being able to dissect the things that are bothering you. If you're not willing and you're too, and this is where the ego plays in. If you're not willing to reflect on what the fuck you're doing, you're gonna have a really fucking hard time changing your situation. And as much as you, as people want to say like, oh, it's this person, that situation happened to me and this and that, it's not that man. It's your mentality. It's the way that you think about it. I truly believe that. Now, I'm saying you always have a choice. You have a choice of what, of what way to think. You can think negatively or you can think positively. No matter what you do, you always have the choice to affect your situation. The way that you stay stagnant or get complacent, is when you end up allowing your ego to tell you. That something else is happening to you. Okay. I was, I've was i had open heart surgery. I've gone through a divorce. I've got three kids. I've uh, got an implanted defibrillator. I'm partially bionic. <laughs> okay. I've met not a lot of adversity. But definitely adversity. And a lot of how I dealt with it. Was not being too big for the situation. There was a certain point in my life where I did become in too invested in my own level of whatever, uh, my own my my own status in life, I guess you could say, and that thing really fucking did some damage. And as and when my separation was final and everything I reflected on the past 10 12 years I still do now from time and time again <laughs> um, and uh, and I realized that there was a certain point where my my ego was the thing that was com- was definitely getting in the way even though I was using we I wasn't using weed as a tool in that sense I was I was using weed as a like let's get past it and turn this motherfucker off my brain. In term, and and just like not deal with shit. But once everything fell apart and I started to come back, I used weed as a way to deal with shit. Because every time I would smoke, instead of just sitting and watching TV, I would sit down or listening to music. And I would sit in a room quietly and just let my thoughts come. And I'd start thinking about everything. Whatever flew into my head, I'd think about that for a bit. I'd get fucking enraged. I'd get mad. I'd get sad. i cried at fucking Rambo, man. (laughs) Okay? So I went through some shit, is what I'm saying. How do you cry at Rambo? (laughs) So, anyway, so when, uh, once I got through all that, I started to realize that it's the ego. And then a thing happened at work after I got to that point, and my ego just got right in the fucking way again. Right? To a certain extent don't get me wrong. One of the things that I did realize was that as I left and I was driving away because the blow, it was essentially a blow up. I felt like I was getting certain treatment that I didn't like. They didn't feel like they were doing that. Um, and I had an exchange with my supervisor and basically he said, well, like you can't come to work every day, pissed off. And I said, but like, you have to change the way that you're doing something. Like you have to, you have to incorporate." different things that you say you're going to incorporate. You're not doing that. So, like, that's why I'm pissed. And uh, he was like, well, then maybe you just shouldn't be here. And I was like, yep, I think you're right. And that's where my ego was like, yeah, man, what are you doing? But my ego wasn't Schwarzenegger at that point. It was just my own voice being like, yeah, you're fucking right. Like, let's get out of here. And so that was it. I left. And I never once had, like, that nervous but- butterflies in your stomach feel it. Because I felt like, no, in this case, I did the right thing for me. And there's two sides to every story. So, you know, they have their version of what they think happened or what I was thinking or whatever. But, you know, I have mine. I'm not trying to start controversy, but I'm just saying <laughs> that sometimes you have to make a choice. And your ego, surprisingly, if you've, if you've done a lot of reflection and you start to really understand yourself, and um, you do a lot of internal reviewing um, an internal audit if you will <laughs> then you find then you can you find out that in some decisions where your ego does need to take a step in and say, "Hey man, do this your ego is is a good thing. it can be a bad thing, but overall I think it it's a good thing when you figure out how to work with it how to maintain it, and how to keep it in check because like I said, it's got, I think I just wiped something on me. Anyway. <laughs> it's got the ability to turn your day bad or turn your day good. That's right. <laughs> and now it is time to... Where no man has gone before. That's right. Let's do that again. Where no man so has gone before. Where no man has gone before. Here's a little food for thought for you. Ha ha. Okay, so this little tidbit (laughs) is from bestlifeonline.com. Did you know that a blue, you, a huge okay, let me do this. (laughs) Just give me a second. Did you know that a blue, that a full-size human being could swim through the veins of a blue whale? (laughs) Yup, <laughs> they're that big. <laughs> you, if you get eaten by a whale, you cut into the mouth, you find vein or an artery, and and you swim and you swim to and then you get to the butt and you come out like a hemorrhoid. <laughs> Survive the whale biting? I don't know. Though. <laughs> but can you believe that a human can fit through the fucking veins of a whale? The veins of a whale. We are so small and insignificant. <laughs> Like, even to things on Earth. Oh, man. Anyway, I couldn't believe that. But if you want to see it, this, uh, best uh, bestlifeonline.com had, some, had a, like, a list of, like, 47 different interesting facts, true facts. So I thought I'd share that one with you because I couldn't believe that you could. And then I pictured actually, that actually happening and seeing a human being. Swim doo-doo doo, like you're in the water snorkeling, and you swim, and then this whale comes, blue whale, hum, 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 just munching along, and then you go in the whale's mouth. He doesn't even notice because you're like this big in comparison to like this big, right? So like you're you're a tiny little ant and it is a skyscraper. <laughs> okay? So it just swallows you up. You're like, da-da-da, oh shit, I'm in a whale. You slice it open, this is my this is what I'm picturing in my head. You slice it open, and then you swim through the veins to the asshole and pop out like a hammer. <laughs> anyway, check it out. They have some different they have some other stuff too. Oh man. Well that's my thoughts off the stem for this week. Oh. Thanks guys. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed the sesh. I hope you come back next week, Friday at 4:20 p.m. with me, Justin Peroni, on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes. Oh, we're on Amazon and Audible now too. How sweet is that? That's right. Um, uh, YouTube, Good Pods, Pod Chaser, wherever you get a podcast, check it out. And don't forget to check out the uh, Tots Linktree in the description. Um, I'll put the links up for those uh, videos and stuff. Or right, videos for the facts. <laughs> For the facts and the the all the facts, <laughs> the weed facts and the non- weed facts. I'll put the link up in the description, and uh, yeah, check out the tots link tree. Check out the merch. Get yourself some merch. There's new stuff coming in October, and um, yeah, I hope you had a good time. I hope you enjoyed the sesh. Uh, I hope you have a good weekend, a good week, and as always, you know, just generally good vibe going on. <laughs> Until next time, keep your lids low, baby.